Hey, welcome back. Let me start off today by digging into the the Uber Lost Files. Now I'm calling it the Uber Lost Files because these are some events that have happened while I drove Uber. So this will be a series of those. Just useless knowledge that you don't need that I'm going to give you anyways because I could and I will. I was cruising along. Then I got blinked by Uber and it was some chick. She had a 4.9 rating, so I accepted. If you have below 4.85 passenger rating, you don't get in my car. I pulled up and scooped up this this El Salvadorian woman. She was petite. She had a lot of makeup on. She was on her way. It's Friday night. She was on her way out for the city. She smelled like she drank all the cheap perfume from Ross or or Marshalls or one of those stores. She looked 30, but she was really 45 with a, a teenage son. We were driving to the city and we started talking. She had the accent, the El Salvadorian accent. We were talking. Then I don't know how we, our conversation led to sex. She was telling me how she, she let her man have sex with another woman and she watched. And I was asking her, uh, did that excite you? She was like, yes, that's why she wanted it. The most exciting part was that her man kept his eyes locked on her the whole time. That's what turned her on. While he was doing the other woman, he never took his eyes off her. So that really excited her. Hmm. I see where this conversation was going. She was telling me, I have to find a woman like her. A Scorpio, she said. A woman that wants her space. A Scorpio. Wait, now there's traffic. What's going on? Oh, is that a is that a dead dog on the road? It can't be a deer, because this is the city. There's no deers around here. Oh, no. That's a dead body. Oh, look. His legs are over there. Season 2. Welcome to the Mid-Day Smoke Break. I'm OG Kennedy. This is a podcast on the cannabis culture. I give a special commentary on the news and events that has happened this week. I also go on tangents that have absolutely nothing to do with the cannabis industry. Sit back, light up, and enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back. Yeah, sorry I had to start it on that that note. That dead body. That's how it should feel every time you expected an episode, but then you didn't get one. You should feel like 
the whole arc of that story I, I started off with. The excitement, the cycle of life, sex, and now death. Death meaning you didn't get the episode you expected. <laughs> Welcome back, motherfuckers. We're back with another one. We got comfortable real fucking quick. Ah, sorry. Sorry we had to miss the last week. This is episode numero 17, episode number 17. Should have been last week, but I got a little sidetracked. I, Because I was coming back, I got offered something I thought I wanted, which I turned out really didn't want. It wasn't as attractive as I thought it was, as attractive as it was explained to me. <laughs> So that kind of knocked me off a week. But I'm back, though. You hear me? I'm back. I'm still not 100% stable yet, but by the next episode, everything will be flowing more and more natural. But this is episode numero 17. <laughs> so excited because I'm back on this shit. It's just been difficult trying to record god damn but i should be the rhythm should be back soon should be back very soon you know how we're gonna start this episode it's brought to you by maui wawi <laughs> and maui wawi is a sativa I like the name Maui Wawi. That's what your mom tells me every time I see her. <laughs> ah, episode numero 17. We're back. Now, this is Maui Wawi. Ever since I came back, it's like, geez, I got so much. I don't know what to do with all this stuff. I got some for free. I went to a, a, a hole in the wall dispensary and this is a real hole in the wall. It was in the part of town where no white person would ever be in the 10 mile radius. That, that part of town, deep south. <laughs> so I was looking for the nearest dispensary and uh, everyone I pulled up, it's, it's been shut down. I asked some, some guy who was standing, standing around. I thought it was a security guard because he was wearing all black. He was securing nothing. Apparently there's nothing behind him. I asked him where it's, where the dispensary is at. And he told, he gave me directions. Then he proceeded to ask me for money. <laughs> oh, it's not a security guard. Okay. He's homeless. I got you. But nah, I, I ain't have no money for you, dog. <laughs> so I was driving around. I couldn't find this place because usually they're on, they're on Google. You could easily just find them. They have signs, they have billboards everywhere. I was driving around. I would, I would drive to the, the place where it's supposed to be, the shopping center, and then ask somebody. He tells me he's around, it's around the corner. It's around the corner. I ask for name and nobody ever knows the name. 
then I drove around a little bit and saw like people coming in and out of a black door in the middle of a white cement brick wall. Literally a black door, no names, no titles, no nothing. Like, you know, those storm doors, the black ones, that's all. There's no windows, just a white brick wall with one black door there. No names, no, no windows. People kept coming in and out. So I went in. Oh my God. It was like a DMV for weed. It was a line, like a, a roped out line. And you just step up until it's your turn to go find whatever you want in those cases, in those display cases. And wow, they had a lot of weed. <laughs> it's like they were, they were trying to get rid of it. My God. They were, Barely weighing it, they were just pouring it in. Because I'm sure they're trying to get rid of it before they get shut down. These are one of those spots that get shut down every week. Gotta support my bras, man. Because they can't get a license, I'm sure. So you gotta support them. So that trip got me Maui Wawi. A lot of weed for cheap. Maui Wawi. And it's a sativa. Oh, I almost lit the wrong end. <laughs> oh, what a dummy. I almost lit the spot with the, with the filter. Maui Wawi. <sighs> So while we smoke, we're going to listen to something. Nature. Shut up. My family's number, my castmates' number, my friends' numbers, my private emails, my private songs, my private voice memos. I don't know what that's going to be to hand over my phone for... And honestly, by then, inaccurate, false statements had already been put out there. What other ones had you heard that were inaccurate? That I had said that they were wearing MAGA hats. I never said Shout out to, to add ABC like News. They called me a They called me a There's no which way. He looks so convincing. MAGA hat as the cherry on top of some racist Sunday. I've heard that. It was a date gone bad, which I so resent that narrative. I'm not going to go out and get a tuna sandwich and a salad to meet somebody. That's ridiculous. It's <laughs> offensive. Yes, there's Grinder. Yes, there's Jacked. Yes, there's all of these things, which I have not been on in years. I can admit that I was on that back in the day. I was single. You know what I'm saying? But I have not been on that in years. If I had said... It was a Muslim or a Mexican or someone black. I feel like the doubters would have supported me a lot much more. A lot more. Oh, oh what a jackass. Oh, my God. When the news first broke, I didn't want to just jump into the the bandwagon to, to demonize Trump supporters. I also heard rumblings in the industry that this might be 
a setup. So I just didn't cover it. And it turns out it was a motherfucking setup. <laughs> what I want to know is why? Why did Jesse make this shit up? People are saying that he just needed a raise. He wanted a raise or he was about to get written off the show. But this is a little extreme. Then there's also other conspiracies going on and about talking about his lover and all this other stuff. But wow, I wonder how it's going to get out of this one. Because I'm a fan of Empire. I like the show. Sometimes it gets a little unrealistic sometimes, you know? Like, come on, G. <laughs> come on. It gets a little too melodramatic. But to do all this? Now, it sucks that he he demonized the whole people. He He didn't just lie that he got robbed. He lied that they threw bleach on him. It was a hate crime. That's federal. Soon he's going to blame mental illness. Now, is he really crazy? Who knows? One thing is for sure. He took everybody by, like, wow, he tried to pull one over on everybody. There's got to be mental issues to go this fucking far. If he does claim mental illness, he's looking for a cop out. I know he's probably is going to get written off Empire. What should happen to him? Because now if he just said he got beat up and robbed and he made it up, okay. But this man blamed the whole entire movement, a whole movement of people, a hate crime. And that's a lot of people that are just looking to jump into a bandwagon to to boycott. Have you not noticed it? So it's easy just to say it's a hate crime and nobody's going to question that at all because it's it's a hate crime. Oh, it's hard to, to touch that to say, oh, you're lying. But you're fucking lying. And it's crazy these days how people just want to jump into boycott bandwagons. That's 2019. That's what it is. To demonize any and everybody. That's, that's the age we're in now. It's easy for Smollett to, to come up with shit like this because this is the age. We're not going to question anything. We're just going to jump into the bandwagon and demonize Trump supporters. The people that don't watch football are the ones jumping to boycott the NFL. The people that can't afford Gucci, <laughs> they're the ones in line to boycott Gucci. Welcome to 2019. It's time for the news. Kamala Harris, she's a new a candidate. She's running for the presidency and she just started catching flack for saying in college she she smoked while listening to Tupac and Snoop Dogg. She caught some flack because the dates didn't really add up where Snoop Dogg dropped his album. 
But her coming out to admit that she smoked, that's a check. She got my vote on that one. But Bernie's back in the game. Driving around in LA, there's people marching the streets with Bernie signs again. Like this is back in 2000 and what was that? 16? Bernie's getting old, man. The only thing about Bernie is that he doesn't look like he he has enough sex. That's all it is. Sex makes you live a lot longer. And Bernie doesn't seem like he's getting any. Yeah, he looks like a once every two years kind of guy. He's old. Trump looks like he, he gets sex. <laughs> Whether he has to pay, he gets it. But Bernie, though, ah, he's still old, my G. All the young people love him, but he's pretty, he's a old, another old white man. He's a progressive. And he is for weed. At the midday smoke break, we're for any candidate that's for full legalization of marijuana. Barney's New York announced that they're going to start selling cannabis-related products. That's another another uh, clothing retailer that's going towards the marijuana industry. It's weird. It'll be opening in March. It's called The High End. It features an exclusive partnership with Bebo. That's a luxury cannabis brand. Then Bilzerian's cannabis brand, Ignite. I've been seeing uh, billboards for this all over the place for some reason. I never understood why. It's, a, it's usually about some girl do, uh, sexually posing and it just says Ignite. I never really knew the point. It's catching flack over those ads now. And I really don't care. <laughs> Let's be G. Let's keep it. Let's keep it a G. I don't care. <laughs> We've passed a hundred. We, we ain't keeping it a hundred no more. Let's keep it a G. <laughs> I don't care, my God. My guy. I don't care. Israel's health ministry just approved limited use of MDMA to treat PTSD. That's not extreme at all. <laughs> Actor Patrick Stewart, which I, I believe he used to be on Star Trek, one of my favorite shows. That's my geek show. My super geeky show, Star Trek. Patrick Stewart said he uses medical cannabis to treat his arthritis. That's a smart man. A man broke into an empty house to smoke weed. Then he found an abandoned obese tiger. There's so much more to that story that there's just so many questions. Why were you breaking into a house to smoke weed? Did you break into steel shit and then smoke weed? Or you just broke in just to smoke weed? <laughs> what the fuck is a tiger doing in that fucking house? Why is he obese? Who abandoned this motherfucker? What? It, where? Where are we? What's going on? All these questions could be answered on the next episode of the Twilight Zone.
Mad Men is being sued by a former CFO for, I guess the CFO or somebody that got fired is alleging that the leadership used racist and sexist comments. So this has been going on for a little while now and it's allegations. So I never really cared to report shit like that. But then they just made me just start rolling into pile of shits. Big, big old pile of shits that we're going to get into later on, on our award section. But just to put a, a pin on this, this news. And the episode would not be complete without Miley Cyrus. Oh, yeah. Her mom just posted a photo on Instagram of her and a lot of bags of weed. A lot of it. And now they're catching flack because it just shows white privilege. Because if a black person did something like that, they're going to jail for sure. And now it seems like she's bragging because nothing's going to happen to her. Nada. <laughs> Nata. But when people do that, they're mostly minorities. When they do that, that exact same thing on Instagram, we call it self snitching because they're going to get a knock at the door. They're going to jail because cops watch the social media. That's how they catch the criminals these days. The kids just post it. They post the guns, the weed. All right, we're coming to scoop you up, little nigga. So for Miley Cyrus's mom to do something like this just shows that there's nothing going to happen to her. White privilege, of course. So she's getting slammed all over the internet. Nothing's going to happen to her <laughs> at all. But there have been a lot of minorities who have gotten arrested for that exact same thing. But she's being dragged through the, the mud right now. And she deserves it. We do it. We go to jail for sure. And if you're you're white, you probably don't believe me. I ain't because you don't have these people, these ghetto niggas in your timeline. That's why they do it. They go to jail. <laughs> There's a lot of them that do it and they just go to jail because the cops are watching the socials. But when Miley Cyrus's mother does it, ah, and since she didn't get arrested for weed, she could also go get a license because she has no convictions for weed. Hooray! So let's move on to the word of the day. Now, I know I've been giving you guys some some easy words that you should already know, but I'm going to give you one that's tough. Something new, new and spicy. Now, the word sucks because uh, white people came up with it. White potheads, they're not the most creative. <laughs> but don't worry, we'll edit it later on <laughs> to make it cool. But the word, it's called, the word is called flab. Yes, the word is called flab. Now, I know you don't know what flab means, motherfucker. Because it's a new word. Flab. 
So what these white boys and girls are doing these days, which I learned recently, they're dabbing, right? But just dabbing is not enough because, you know, dabbing is like the, the strongest form of this, this TAC. But now they're dabbing, dab the dab rig. It's hard for me to explain it if you don't know what a dab rig is. It's like a bong. Well, it's a bong. So they they put the dab rig in there to create, they melt the, the wax. So when the smoke of the dab is, is going on, they put they cover it with a piece of flour, the mouthpiece of the bong where the flour sits, and they light the flour. So not only are they getting inhaling the dab, they're also getting the flour. Hence, the flab. I know you didn't just see me. I, I twirled my hands like I'm about to present some shit. Hence, the flab. So that's what it's called right now, the flab, which mm, might not stick, my G. That's what the kids are doing these days. They they passed dabbing. They they've moved on to the next level, <laughs> and they're just gonna keep moving on to until they start injecting this shit. <laughs> we need a a crack form of weed. And that was your word of the day, flab. Now I'm not gonna use that in a sentence. Don't ask. Flab. Oh, I can't believe I didn't talk about this. Uh, El Chapo, he just got sentenced. He didn't get sentenced yet, but he did get, he's been convicted. He's most likely going to go to a, a high security prison in the U.S. for mostly the rest of his life. And he already escaped from two maximum security prisons in Mexico. So I'm sure he's not going to the one in Mexico. <laughs> But he's been convicted and he's most likely going to be gone for life. That's the end of an era. The kids in the hood look up to El Chapo. So to a lot of people, that's their hero. To majority of people, that's a, a huge villain. To a minority of people, he's the hero. The slum that can make it out and be rich. The American dream. In Mexico, avocados from Mexico. <laughs> what the fuck? So it's time for the awards. Let's go. Mamma mia. Today's award is the Dirty Roach Award. You know what the Dirty Roach is, right? La cucaracha. La cucaracha. The kind of roach you don't dance about. You know, you know that roach you left at the bottom of the ashtray? Now it's a dirty fucking roach now. You can't smoke that dirty roach. The Dirty Roach Award goes to the New York Medical Cannabis Industry Association. The NYMCIA. And that's the same association that also wants medmen to resign from their shit. 
they get the Dirty Roach Award. Plus, everybody, all the companies affiliated with this association gets this Dirty Roach Award, including MedMen. MedMen is a big part of it. Now, they get this award because, as I reported earlier, New York is in the process of legalizing weed. A memo that is sent to the governor, Cuomo, that they wanted to ban home cultivation of weed. NYMCIA. See, like I've said in the previous episodes, a lot of these companies that already have licenses or that have been grandfathered in, air quotes on the grandfathered in part, they don't want things to be legal. They don't want it to be easily accessible. They want to keep their monopoly. And that's totally wrong. And these group clearly sent a secret memo to the governor to add the ban on home cultivation which might make it to the actual bill Mad Men is in one of those groups that signed off on this shit gotta expose these motherfuckers they're trying to monopolize and hinder the freedom of the green publicly they'll act like they want it to be legal but privately they're hindering the movement so let's shine some light on these roaches okay let's go back for a second let's let's zoom in before we go into the rest of the the people affiliated with with the NYMCIA let's zoom into MedMen this is I just found the the quote of why of the lawsuit that's being proposed by the former CFO James Parker. The lawsuit alleges that CEO Adam Berman called city councilman a midget Negro and called Parker a pussy bitch and called a drug policy alliance rep as a fat black lesbian. And uh, company president Andrew Modlin regularly referred to women as cunts. These are all alleged. So let, let's give a subset Dirty Roach Award to Mad Men on its own. Get the sound. So now let's zoom back out to the NYMCIA, the, the Dirty Roach Squad. So these are the members. And I'm going to fast forward through them because they're, we're not going to hear Dirty Roaches. <laughs> These are a few of the members of the NYMCIA and they deserve the Dirty Motherfucking Roach Award. Oh man, back. Jeez. Now the show's gonna sound a little different later on. It's gonna sound a little different because it's still not 100% stable yet. So by the next episode, I'll be back into my rhythm and things will start flowing back again. But this detour, man, goddamn, really set me back a week. But we're back. We're back with another one. And next week, we're going to be back with another one. So I'm going to leave you with a joke today. This joke, I credit Matthew M14P. 
Several men were in the locker room of a gym when their cell phone on the bench rang. A man answered and put it on speaker. The other men in the locker room stopped in to listen. Hello? A woman's voice rang through. Hi, honey, it's me. Are you at the club? The man replied, yes. I'm at the shops now and found this beautiful leather coat. It's only $2,000. Is it okay to buy it? Sure, go ahead if you like it that much. I also stopped by the Lexus dealership and saw this new model and I found one I really liked. How much is it? $90,000. Okay, but for that price, I want it with all the options. Great. Oh, and one more thing. I was talking to Jenny and the house I wanted last year is back on the market. They're asking $980,000 for it. Well, go ahead and make an offer of $900,000. They'll probably take it, but if not, we can go that extra 80 grand. Okay. I'll see you later. I love you so much. Bye. I love you too. The man hung up the phone. The other man gazed in astonishment. He turned to them and said, Do any of y'all know whose phone this is? Thank you for listening to the Midday Smoke Break. You can send us some love at MiddaySmokeBreak.com or on Twitter at MySmokeBreak. You can also follow me on Twitter at Ogieri. If you enjoyed this show, please make sure to like and subscribe and leave a fantastic review. Again, my name is OG Kennedy. Goodbye. Excuse me while I take a smoke break, nigga.